just grab them in the brisket. I mean, we are here. Are we live now? We're live, yes. Are we this recording? Is, this okay. is it. On yes. location. All right. Hey, this is James grabbing the brisket, and we are on remote at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo World Championship Barbecue Competition. That's right. This is pretty yes, badass. That's right. This is pretty we cool. got invited We're, uh, to yeah. come do an on-site uh, live podcast at Warpig. Warpig Barbecue. Warpig Barbecue. Warpig Barbecue, man. Like, uh, food bar. Food uh, that's, bar. Like, we, we did the review, right? Yeah, we reviewed the sauces, his sauces, his rub. they invited us out, and this is spectacular. I'm yeah. super excited this about this. This is a really cool setup. This it is. Also, is. Uh, we're also in the process of a four-hour mic check <laughs> uh, where I have consumed a shit ton of beer in the AM, which is weird to drink this early, but hey, when we, in Rome, yeah, right? We had a lot of technical difficulties we, yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, uh, we did. Yeah, we have a, a new audio video guy, yeah. uh, Potato Salad Matt. There he is. We're going to have to fire our producer. Yeah. over there. None of it's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get well, rid of John, and that's J-O-H-N. Right. I'm going to take my stuff with me, too, so yeah. you guys got to <laughs> yell real loud for anybody to hear you. Well, it's yeah. funny. You know, it, it's like the one thing, like, couple days ago we was like hey don't forget this don't forget that don't forget this and then all of a sudden we get here and it's like i forgot hey, it do you got the sd I card i forgot it no yeah. i forgot that it's in the backpack <laughs> that james told me not to bring <laughs> right no, that's where it is my fault that, I, I, so i said i don't think there's anything kind of, else in there we need that was so like yeah. a collaborative effort of failure right there dude last night we were, we were meeting and i said don't let me forget the sd card alden calls me this morning says hey don't forget the sd card cool cool get up get ready i mean it was super early Put it in the backpack, walk across the street to James's house, grab our little uh, recording gimbal thingy out, and, and just... Well, it's funny, because you ask, and James goes, <laughs> nah, I don't think you need that backpack. And you're like, okay, dump it. I don't need the backpack. I Throw feel like out. that was more me than him, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh, Here nor there. Hey, we're, we're back. Here, we're up. We're live. We're running. So we're Two trips we're to Office Depot later, and we're ready to Two go. Two trips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Who knew? But... Yeah. So, uh, obviously, you're going to hear a bunch of background noises and all that good stuff, so no big yes. deal. Uh, we are at a cook-off. Yes. It's a part People. of the experience. Yeah. Is, this is, is what the you, Houston champion. This is the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo World Championship Barbecue Competition. Yes, I never get that name right. Yeah. It's a Champions very mouthful. It is. It's a lot uh, of shit. And and we're, here, we're here at Warpig. Correct. We are here at Warpig. Yeah, Dennis so Butterworth, uh, if you're not familiar with his his uh, products, um or rubs, sauces. I mean, they're all fantastic. The food bars. And I'm pretty sure he, he has a website that you can check out. But we'll have him on in a little bit so he can tell us all about that. But um, great products. And I love the, the, the foundations and the uh, causes that his, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. a portion of his proceeds of his sauces back. go towards. So I think we got the, the Folds of Honor. We got the Lone Survivor Foundation, the PTSD uh, Foundation of America. I mean, that's just that's quality stuff right there. It right. is. It is, man. It, it is. is. Without a doubt. Like, you, you know, it, it, it's it's a way to shine a light on, like, Americans coming back from, from military, war, and everything else. And, like, the PTSD uh, is not a joke and whatever else. And the, the amount of veterans that come back and, you know, for suicidal thoughts and whatever else. So these these foundations, man, are are top notch. Oh, they're and, tremendous. I mean, yeah. it helps out. I mean, they're pivotal in you know in, in a lot of these people's lives. They're pivotal. Yeah. Because no doubt. you know they they give you I, I, sanctions. I mean, I, I don't know sanctions, support, but really. support. Yeah, support. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, and a lot of people don't understand that because obviously they've never been through it. You know, none of us have been through it, but. Man, there's there's uh, stuff out there for for people like that. You know what I mean? And I, I love that he does that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's it's awesome, dude. And yeah. so, and when you're when you're you're here, you know, you have a uh, a very I guess military theme presence here. Mm-hmm. Uh, his pit that he has is just badass. Like I'm pretty sure you can go check out his Instagram page or maybe Facebook page, and it looks like a tank. Yeah, it looks like a yeah. tank. We got some pictures. And he actually cooks yeah. on it. Yeah. It's not just for show. No. I mean, he cooks on it. We'll post some pictures. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, if I'm not mistaken, this thing is remote controlled as well. Yeah, yeah. It'll move around. Yeah. It it's moves around on a remote control. So, that, that's pretty badass. But are you talking about sick. Matt or are you talking about the uh, trailer? Because he moves around. Uh, like both of them. Both of them move on by mo- Hey, Matt. What's <laughs> going on? It's our videographer over yeah. there. Oh, Matt Sorich. Potato salad, Matt. Potato salad, Matt. But, yeah. And his sauces, I mean, we've said it a hundred times. It's not just... 
some crappies bottling and yeah. and trying to get some money back for these uh, for these foundations. He's got some good shit. Good product. He does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. Good it's product. That's the thing. It's like you know, I, I was recommending uh, a couple of times now for the Fubar uh, sauce, and my boss uh, he's doing this baby shower this weekend, right? That's what he's doing, and he's got a um, he bought a wagyu brisket, ordered online, came in. He's, he's super stoked about it. And he doing a Boston butt or pork butt as well, and got the uh, food bar sauce for it. He told me he's like, "Hey, I, I went and got on your recommendation. I got the food bar sauce, so hopefully he likes it." Oh, he will. Whatever, but nice. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Before we get uh, Dennis on, I mean, how's everybody's week been? Everybody been good? Or I mean, me personally, I mean, I've been out here. Uh, I volunteer for the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, so I mean, it's kind of uh, my way of uh, helping out and giving back and donating my time and drinking a lot of beer and uh, yeah. uh say what it is i mean no not drinking any say beer. what it is James. yeah exactly <laughs> having a grand uh, old time for sure so it's fun tiring so that that's basically how my week's been i think we've uh and maybe we'll ask dennis when he comes on but we've faced a few issues with the uh, the big water main break in houston mm-hmm. um i think all of houston or half of houston is experiencing some type they're, of water they're all boiling water right now. yeah everybody's yeah. like yeah. It is pretty bad. I mean, it's it's almost like pandemic. Like, I mean, I'm not really sure what's happening out that's, there. Yeah, yeah that's why bad. I only drink beer, James. Yeah, that's why that's we why drink, we're drink beer. Uh, me too. We're drinking canned water right now. Exactly. Yeah. We know that uh, here <laughs> in the the cook-off itself, everything is safe. Everything is good. Yeah, so. most of the, I guess around here is self-sustained. I mean, they have their own tanks for the most part and stuff like that. Um, and Denny, I thought it was funny because Denny posted a picture uh, or a meme or whatever. It's like March safe from the flood. And it didn't even rain, you know. So like, <laughs> that's Houston yes. for you. you know yeah, it's I mean? crazy. So. I mean, for for the listeners, uh, the people out there that aren't from the Houston area, just jump on Twitter, Facebook, Google it. They had a main line that eight foot was in a, diameter, a main source of water yeah. for the city of Houston. It was an eight foot diameter pipe that uh, I guess had a small leak. They went in to try to repair said leak. <laughs> I guess maybe they got a little a little happy on the backhoe and it, and it turned into a very big leak and yeah, that's uh, not good. Yeah, There's so, so much water. That's a lot it of water. So much dude. water. It flooded if, in like minutes. It flooded a freeway in minutes. I mean, cars are cars are underwater, and at that point you're like, what the hell's going on? You know, it's not raining, <laughs> and yeah. I'm flooding. What right? the hell's going yeah. on? Yeah. Well, I had a, a pretty awesome week. I'm probably going to talk about this for the next six months or so, but I put a deposit down on a smoker. Ooh, yeah, John. Ah, John. I think John is officially became a Texan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations. Got, uh, an offset. Yeah. It's, a, it's a dual 250-gallon offset smoker from Austin Smokeworks. From Austin Smokers. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. And, and so give me nice. a little, give me some of these. So 250-gallon smoker, right? Uh, you've got, uh, you said dual, yep. right? So, so there's two of them on a trailer. Yep. Two of them side by side. And then... What, what, what's the firebox you've got is it double insulated yep, is it a double wall yep, double insulated got uh, two shelves in each one uh, the collapsible stacks should be able to hold a lot of shit okay yep nice good I and am what, super and, excited and what color is it going to be it's going to be bright ass red niner red right we can call Are it niner red or is it chief yes. red you're in a red yes sir it's, uh, it's race car red race car red sure yes <laughs> <laughs> disgusting Okay. Nice, man. Yeah, nice. So. I'm, I'm really excited for you. Where are you going to keep your wood at? Uh, in his pants. In <laughs> oh. Hey, there it is. <laughs> uh, we'll probably keep it in James's garage. Okay. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to come live with you because I will be divorced. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Because I, I don't have any room in my garage. and He's sitting in your truck. Oh, he's in my truck. I said garage, but we can put it in your yeah, truck. I don't garage. mind. Oh, you can okay. store it anywhere yeah, okay. at your place. That's cool. So yeah. Anyways, nice. this Houston cookoff, there is 250 plus teams out here, and none of them are slouches. No, yeah. I mean it, it is honestly the best of the best, and it's almost the best of the best in the world because if you look at it, uh, they have a international village where they invited, I guess, champions from other countries to come here and compete. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, some of them did pretty well last year here. Here, yep, and got a couple of uh, walks, a couple nice. of take-home trophies, bell buckles, or whatever it was. But yeah, I like their, uh, their also, the way they do their entrances. Entrances? How do you say that yeah. goddamn word? Yeah, with their with their turn-ins. Yeah, with their turn-ins and stuff like that. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, like, I got a I got a video of uh, of one of them. I don't remember what country it was, but they had their their country flag up, and there's probably like 20, 30 of them just 
yeah. surrounding a dude just like walking this box up, just <laughs> you know, chanting and just like you who's know, watching like, the pit? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody's <laughs> watching the pit. No, I think it's really cool because also, and I would say this is the world championship. It's also like think of like the winner that that won over in Memphis, right? From Memphis yeah, and the, May, the, 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 the Royale, the American Royale. Yeah, the Jack, here. they're here. They're yeah, here. Jack Daniels. Yeah. So, uh, so all these big competitions all throughout the United States, the the big ones, they're all here, right? Competing as well. Yeah, the, the, the Royale. They might have more teams, but I think it's a little easier to get into than this one. I would. You know what I, mean? I like, would one hundred. You can sign say, up for it and get on the list a lot faster than you are here. There's a fourteen yeah, I mean, year waiting list. I was going to say, what's the waiting yeah. list for chasing more smoke right now? Fourteen years. Fourteen years. Fourteen yeah. years. Yeah. Unless you go so, win like a county cookoff or something like that. I don't but, think it's or, for. Chasing more smoke, I think it's for any team. For anybody, that wants to yeah. Cook out mm-hmm. here. yeah. It's fourteen years, so yeah. So I mean, uh, this competition I think has been around since ni- I think nineteen seventy four was its mm-hmm. first year, uh, and I don't remember how many teams that they had at that particular time. I can only imagine it was probably only like twenty, thirty, yeah. and for it to progress and come along uh, to where it is now, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, the the amount of the money, the funds, the scholarships, the, the stuff that they raise. For the, for the kids, I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, if they if they had more room, if they would allow more teams, this thing would be ridiculous. Like, it's unlimited how many teams would want to be in this thing. Oh, it's yeah. There's a space the where they happen, which I don't know if it'll never happen, but they got to knock down the Astrodome, and then yeah. they they can just make they that a parking lot, thing. and then they can yeah. just make this thing bigger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll never happen, but. Well, you know, something that James said earlier, it's like how much money is spent out here to, to get these things going. This, these aren't little, small, little tents. Oh, no, no. Right? We're walking into tents that are 100 feet by 50 feet or something. I mean, Metal structure uh, tents. Yeah, they're, right, and the decor they, is like yeah, it's ridiculous. They, they're going on. They have floors. I mean, I know you can walk on concrete, but they brought in floors for these things. There's, there's actually, James said earlier that one team has spent – $240,000 just on alcohol alone. Just for beer alone. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Just for beer. That's a lot Think of about beer. That. For that's three days a, or four days worth of, of, of partying yeah, that's just cooking. A, that's a Saturday night at Vegas. Uh, I'm pretty sure us. we spent that much <laughs> during Harvey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Very true. But we very get those true. gas station prices, so it's a little bit inflated. <laughs> a little inflated. Right? That's, that is, is very true as well. Very true as well. So it's nice here, uh, right here at Warpig, uh, we're... We're right next to where the turn-in is for all the uh, the, the meats. So right. we get to see all these people roll by. Uh, I just saw Matt Pittman from Meat Church Barbecue just roll by a couple of seconds ago, turning his turn-in. Yeah. Um, is that saw, what that, that cat call Is he cooking about? on a Traeger? No, he has. He has an offset. Uh, I bet he does. Yep. yep. They got Traegers over there, too. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure he yeah. does, too. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, super nice, fantastic spot here. One thing that I learned, uh, so we, may, we, we, we mainly competed in IBCA cook-offs, so, and I think Dennis uh, does as well, but I also I think he does different ones as well. Uh, this one's not sanctioned. It's not sanctioned by any uh, governing yeah, it's correct. Governing. No. So it's not barbecue. really that important. We should probably just pack this shit up and go. <laughs> right. Let's go home. Throw it in the box. But they, they made a few tweaks and changes over the last couple of years. Uh, prior, I think each cook-off team – Every spot that you had, you are allowed to turn in one category, one meat. So it, you couldn't turn in brisket, ribs, and chicken. It was just one meat. One meat per spot. So if you had four spots, you could turn in four meats. So it could be all brisket in one spot. So the last two years, they've kind of like tweaked it to where, okay, so we're going to make this a little bit more competitive. Each team, doesn't matter how many spots you have, each team has one turn in. And that's brisket, ribs, and chicken. And Dutch oven dessert. And then they do Dutch oven dessert. There might be another category in there as well. I think that's it. I was uh, looking online. I didn't see anything else. That makes it super, not equal, but uh, it, it really helps out. Alden, Alden, you can go ahead and motion. You can say, give me the beer. Oh, give me a beer. Yeah, yeah, okay. I see it over there getting hot, so right. I don't want to go It's all waste. sweating over here. <laughs> But yeah, it makes it super. Um, it makes it equal. Makes it. It uh, makes it very equal. So and, and the not, smaller teams can compete with the bigger teams. I totally agree. And it's not because like you got four spots, so you have four turn-ins for each spot. No, or, or a turn-in for each spot. You know what I mean? Where you're getting a brisket rib, chicken. No, I, I love the fact that they actually said, I don't care how many spots you have out here, you have one turn-in. Right. Make it your best. 
That's, that's kind of cool. It's cool. I wish I kind of think most cookoffs should do that. To be honest with you, yeah. if you wanted to do a whatever, then you would sign up a different team and have your own spot. Yeah. Right. Well, they, I think it's weird that your 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 brisket is is I guess competing against chicken. That's very weird. Correct. Yes. Hmm? Your, your your brisket is competing against ribs. Before, that's how it was before. Before. Oh, really? That's how it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's you could turn in whatever grand you champion wanted. would be the best meat. Meat. Whether okay. it was brisket, chicken. I mean, there's times where chicken has beat out brisket here. That's just wrong. <laughs> Who is judging this shit? That's where, not where right. Are we? It sounds dumb. Yeah. But hey, you know what? Good for them. They fixed it, and it only yeah. took them like thirty years. So. More than that. Nineteen seventy-four. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. So you know, it's funny. So I got stuck. You know, they had the trail riders and stuff. So I was leaving a lunch the other day, and I got stuck behind some of them. And I was like, should I be mad? Should I not be mad? I mean, because it took me a lot longer to get to where I wanted to go to get my lunch. And then how do you explain it to your boss? Well, I got stuck behind some horses and carriages. You know what I mean? So, but it was cool, man. To be oh, honest yeah, with you, it's it a fun cool. experience. I mean, uh, if you haven't experienced it, I mean, I mean, the, the, they uh, and again, I don't know a whole whole lot about of it, but I know they set out outside of Houston somewhere, and then they all get together and kind of camp for a night or whatever, and then they trail ride, honest yeah. God, trail ride like they used to do back in the day, all the way into Houston. Into I'm not really sure what the finishing point is, but um, it's pretty badass. Here. I mean, they, it takes you have them like here. a week. Is it here? There's, yeah. some, there's some people that travel like two weeks. Yeah, there's oh, they're twelve. Doing, or there's stopping three weeks to get twelve here. different trail ride groups. Yeah, which I learned because I, I looked it up. I was like, I wonder who these guys were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's twelve different groups, and they come from all over the state. So they're, they're out of state. They're stopping every night, camping. Some are loading up and then uh, starting it out from the morning again. I assume. I mean, they're not going all night uh, riding the trail, no, are they? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, no, they, they camp. They're okay. camping. They camp. Yeah, they, they, they're camping. I mean, they camp, they, for sure. They wake up next morning. They, they have start, headlights on those, uh, those horses? How yeah. does that work? No, horses don't have headlights. <laughs> no headlights? Okay. <laughs> Go back to California. That's it. <laughs> yeah, the, the little f- flashlights on their little heads. The yeah. female horses have headlights. They just wear the little headlamps. No. <laughs> the female horses don't have headlights. Oh, good they Lord. have nipples. Yeah. those headlights? How do you milk a horse? Okay. We just went backwards in time. I, I, I love this atmosphere right now that we have, right? Everything mm-hmm. going on. Oh, it like, is awesome. There, there's, there's like 15 people, 25 people behind us right now, and they're just basically getting ready yeah. for this to get drunk, off, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. Busting they're, they're busting ass. They're not getting yeah. It's so, like It's like, yeah, I guess they just turned in chicken or they're fixing to turn in that's chicken. Right. Yeah. That's right. I see a big tray full of food. I hope mm, yeah, some of it works. It's kind of like nut crunch time around here. You know, these guys, they, they get busy and... You know, we've, we've all experienced cook-offs before, so you get down to the competition portion of it. Yeah. It's time you really go. don't have time for uh, it's go right. time. the socializing. Yeah, you, it's you go gotta, time. You, you got to get yeah. it. Yeah. You get really focused really quick, right? Yeah. It's amazing how when someone's like, okay, you got 20 minutes, and you're like, oh, shit, 20 minutes. Right. All right, yeah, let's, let's focus. Let's get this done. John, when was the last time you were as focused as you were today for getting the memory card? And cut. <laughs> He's going to edit all that out, by the way. <laughs> right. Right. No, but Good seriously. You, uh, no, it's no, just I not focused. It's, it's pissed uh, off at I myself. Guess, yeah. Like your jaw was just like. I was very upset with myself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it happens. Uh, Alden. Yes, sir. Go ahead and hit these people up with the business. Guys, you know the drill. What's up, my dudes? Man, Facebook, Instagram, both one and the same. You can hit us up. It's at grab them in the brisket. Uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, it is at Grab the Brisket. And there's times you need to email us, you know, send us your barbecue wins, your barbecue fails. Uh, we'll read them. You know, we love the response, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. So email us and, the, you know, that you can get a hold of us at um, Where is grabbing it? the brisket at gmail.com. Thank you. There, there we go. Love that. Get it out. Hey, website coming soon, by the way. Yeah. Nice. I love it. I love it. You know, it's funny. It's like even when we set up, you and James are always together, and Alden and I are always together. Isn't that weird? Hmm. Like we're That's all not designed at all. Well, we're twins, so. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So when we rolled into the cook-off, we noticed right off the bat, um, they new to this year, I think. It could They could have done it last year. They have a kids' competition. Like a kids' That is cute, cool, man. Cute. This year. I love that. This that is cool. They, they all cook a steak. Yeah. You're going to say it? Yeah. You're going to say the duck fat? I did see uh, one little girl using duck fat uh, <laughs> on her steak and whatever. I, 
I'm not really sure the palate is very um, um, uh, experienced. Refined? With, refined with yeah. the duck fat spray. She's like, Daddy, I only want duck fat when you cook my steak. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of coaching. Have you yeah, tried that so. stuff? I have not tried it. I've heard it's fun, like, awesome. I want to so try yes, it. So, yes, I just had, I was in Well, a lot of people in the, the steak competitions are using it. Yeah, it's pretty popular. Well, is that like duck meat? No, it's like it's a spray. Not. It's like it's Pam. Like Pam cooking oh. spray, but it's duck fat in there. So let me go just tell you what my uh, eating experience is like for the last couple of weeks. So I've actually ate, I had the honor to eat at some really high-end uh, steak restaurants uh, the last couple of weeks. And I just ate at Vic and Anthony's. Mm-hmm. Have you all ate there before? I've never eaten there before. So. All right, Vic and Anthony's is owned by, it's the guy that owns everything in Kima, right? Tillman. Tillman Fertitta. Tillman, yeah. Tillman Fertitta. So that dude, this Vic and Anthony's, it was phenomenal. Oh my God! This this ribeye came out. It was it was a 16 ounce ribeye. Mm. It looked like it was 20 ounces, 24 ounces. I couldn't eat it all. I felt so bad. I was like, "What is yeah, wrong with me?" Pansy. But it was so rich mm. that the duck fat really just. I mean, it sit over top. I mean, it's what it's what they use. I was like, "Holy shit!" Sounds phenomenal. This is good. So, yeah, I actually ate there twice. Uh, <laughs> I liked it so much. Really? I mean, we were eating 60, 70 dollars steaks. Uh, I mean, got to got to go all in, right? Uh, yeah. How does Amy feel about you paying for all that stuff? I didn't pay for it, James. Oh, it's free. Oh, can can free. I go with you next time? Yeah, I, I love free steaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually enjoyed it so much. Uh, it, it's one of the things they had the duck fat potatoes. So I had oh like potatoes, God. the steak. Uh, we did um, what was the rotten potatoes as well? Yeah. Uh, it, man, they were so great. It was so good. That sounds awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go try that place out. I hear about it all the time. Dick and Anthony's is the yeah. spot, man. You got to go check it out. Yeah, I don't really have that duck fat money. Um, well. I'm more of a kind of just maybe. Um, I can't believe it's not butter. Right, right. Uh, money parquet. Yeah. So yeah. coming soon, we're gonna have duck fat sponsor uh, the, the grabbing the yes. brisket podcast. Hey, so definitely send me your duck fat. Let I'm me. gonna reach out to the duck fat. The duck you can get it at HEB. Yeah, you they can. have in the, the cooking cooking aisle. Really? The, the duck fat spray. It was like eight bucks a can or something. Probably. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm gonna reach Anthony's, out. Though. They're not using Pam. They're actually using real duck fat. Right. And they're rendering and and something almost like uh, like cooking bacon, right? So. I don't know what that spray. If it, ha- it, it, I don't know if it has something. It must have something else in it to keep it to work in a spray can. But yeah. it's supposed to be like legit we'll have duck to, fat. Okay, thank you, bud. All right, so we're we're joined by uh, Dennis Butterworth with War Pig Barbecue. Um, you guys, obviously, on the the competition circuit, are probably familiar with the rubs and the sauces and stuff like that. But uh, he was nice enough to let us come out here uh, on remote at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Yes, thank you. By the way, World that's, Championship cook off. Awesome. So we definitely that appreciate awesome. that. Yeah, glad you're here. Glad uh, glad you guys responded. So we have plenty of room for everybody. So Thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about the products. Tell us a little bit about uh, what everything supports and all that good stuff. Yeah, so five years ago we created a sauce um, because our barbecue sauce sponsor went out of business. And I told the guys, let's just make our own. And we debuted it here at Houston Rodeo Cook-Off. Um, I had it in a mason jar. First time we ever used it, we made eighth and ribs, got on stage. Uh, so that let me know we, we were on to something. So we kept tweaking it, tweaking it, used it all year. We were really winning a lot with it back then. And so a lot of guys on the circuit were like, hey, can we get a bottle of that? Can we get a bottle? You need to sell it. So I was just giving it to them in mason jars, old spaghetti sauce jars. And yeah. uh, everybody was winning with it. So they really pushed me to rent a commercial kitchen. We started bottling it ourselves. and. Sent it to a few retailers out there and um, had some good responses. And then someone, that was in January when we started selling it, 2017. And somebody uh, said, hey, why don't you enter this HEB contest? You know, uh, it ends in April, so you need to get it in. So in April, I sent my my uh, sauce in. It's FUBAR for use on butts and ribs, so by at the way. What, at what point did you know you had something? When I made the stage, I knew I was pretty good. Yeah? I knew it was good. Um, but then when people started wanting me to sell it to them, okay. you know, it's one thing to ask for a free bottle of sauce, but when they said, hey, why don't you sell this? You'll right. be really good I at will it. buy some. Right. Yeah. So we had probably sold 100 bottles of sauce at the most when I entered that contest. And uh, I thought, you know, no way H-E-B is going to want this sauce. Right. You know, it says FUBAR on it, you know, and uh, <laughs> who am I? Nobody knew who I was. Yeah. And, 
they came to me, they're like, hey, we love the name. Uh, it's a great name. It's a great conversation piece. We've done our research about you and uh, we like what you're about. So I moved on in the competition. I ended up winning first place in that quest for Texas best uh, in 2017. Totally changed life. Uh, $20,000 prize, which was awesome. But they emailed us and said, congrats, you're going to be in over 280 HEBs. Oh, my God. Uh, Damn, starting man. in 2018. So at that point, we weren't a company. Uh, I mean, it was literally just me and my wife. And so right. we created an LLC, uh, found a co-packer, and had to get all that done for January to be on the sta uh, to be on the shelf. And so we went from 100 bottles that first year, you know, maybe more. But uh, our first year in HEB, we you know we sold over 50,000 bottles. So Jeez, we were that's the a lot of bottles, dude. Yeah, oh, it was nice. it was pretty amazing. I mean, it, those orders kept coming in from HEB, and it they just kept. You know, they were everybody. Was What's the process it. of going through that? I'm, I'm actually curious because you know James makes some good pickles. You know, of going through like the HEB process of getting your stuff out there. Yeah, it's a difficult process if you're just you know trying to you know if you're out on the street and you're trying to enter a grocery store on your own. First of all, grocery stores don't like dealing directly with the creator, or if you're a single company, they'd rather you go to a distributor that has a whole catalog of different brands, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so what I tell people that are in our space, you know, that are that are competition cooks that have products, because I get that asked all the time, how do I get an HEB? Like, do what I did. That's the easiest way. When, you don't have to win the competition to get in a store. You just have to, you know, if you're a finalist, that means you made it in the top 25 out of 700 products. So that right. means they love your product. Uh, and more than likely, you're going to get in the store. So yeah. HEB has brought us on the last two years to be mentors to all the Houston finalists every year. Uh, it's something we took on after the year we won it uh, just on our own. Mm -hmm. And every year we've mentored, you know, we've had at least two out of the four be Houston winners. So That's awesome. Uh, it's, it's, I just drive it in their head like, you know, you got to focus on the competition. Go in there, tell your story, because HEB wants to know your story. The judges want to know what you're about as a company and, and why – your products should be on their shelf and, and, and from what uh, i gather i mean heb wants to to you know do local stuff like that yes. you know what i mean um, you know they start out small very small in kerrville right uh, mm -hmm. very small store and, and and they support the military a lot they they have a huge supplier diversity group um with you know if you're a female or minority owned business veteran owned business they they very much support you and they look for products like that so that helps uh, which is great, you know, because we're all small. We're trying to make it, um, you know, after that first year in HEB, they brought on, you know, I had to create something else. I didn't want to be a one-hit wonder. So we created Snafu, which is our orange pineapple chipotle sauce. And we created Fubar Flamethrower, which is just a spicier version of Fubar, which is uh, sweet and tangy sauce. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, they, we sent them to HEB. They're like, yep, they're on the shelf. So I was like, well, okay, great. So we decided to enter the spice rub market, you know, and so we created Ham Grenade um, and we started trying, we always test everything in competitions first and we give it to everybody we know and they try it, they love it. So we sent it to HEBs. We, that was different. That was like, we actually had to pitch it to the spice buyer because she didn't know us from Adam. She was like, oh, I hear you won for sauce. That's great, but I don't know who you are. So you got to tell us why we should bring your product in. So. It was cool. Nice, man. Was, yeah, another big question. So we all do competition barbecue, right? How do you prepare for Houston, you know, barbecue <laughs> yeah. rather than just a, a regular old barbecue competition cook-off? So it, Houston's a monster, right? I mean, it's a world championship, but it's a gigantic party, and you can't just show up with a pop-up tent and, and call it a day. Now, there's two types of cooks out here. There's people that own the tents and, and cook, and then there's people that are brought – in from you know there's people that own tents that bring in cooks so there's a lot of ringers out here we call them but they're all buddies of ours from the circuit um so that's those guys have it a little easier because all they got to do is show up cook and try to win which is great you know and i, I kind of envy that sometimes yes. us this is our first year to take over this spot is war pig barbecue i've been on okay. i've been in a spot for 10 years as the chief cook uh and kind of co-owner and last year the the guy that had the owner david smith had been here for 26 years he was like hey it's all yours i want war pig to take it over so is your thought process different it is i mean into it? it's a lot of planning we start planning in august for this for the party and then the thought process for the competition side is it's difficult because you got to focus on entertaining all your sponsors that are here on friday night but you got to be up at you know 4 a.m to light the fire so there's a lot of focus and i stress that with my team 
you know, is, is we don't panic and we don't lose focus. You know, we have a plan, we stick to it, we write our plan out on our whiteboard, we write our times down and we just stick to it because we've tried it all year long. We've perfected the process in our opinion. So as long as we execute the plan, then it's up to the judges. You know, we know what our product tastes like. Sure. So. Do you bring anything new? Uh, to the to I, a big cook-off like this, I, or do you stick to, like you say, you stick to your guns? Man, I'm a product creator now, so I created 50 Cal at uh, the Waller uh, Friends for Wishes cook-off. It's like 50 teams, and I was bored. I was by myself, and I said, you know, it'd be a good time to try to make that brisket sauce you've been thinking about. So I had some ingredients, whipped it up, one first place brisket with it. So <laughs> I do weird things like that, you know. So today I decided to go back to the roots, and I created, I just made foobar from scratch. You know, I just like, that's how we want it here before. So I wanted that fresh, just like I used to make it on the stovetop. Yeah, so that's yeah, what we did. Yeah. So we're going with that good, all natural foobar flavor. And, that's uh, awesome. But I mean, I'm, I'm known to just throw something out at, you know, and see if it works, you know. So Yeah, we're all guilty of, uh, uh, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But we're all guilty of having a plan, competition-wise, and going into it and uh, deviating from that plan. Oh, yeah. Let me go ahead and just try this. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't been hitting or winning or what. Let me just go ahead and try this. Uh, we're guilty of it, uh, of course. Uh, uh, as I will well, say we had a we had a plan today of a podcast, and it <laughs> we, we had did. to deviate away yeah. from our plan yeah, yeah. today. But, so, yeah, uh, it, but it worked out. It you know did what I mean? Work out. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I think what James is like trying to say is like, yeah, we had this uh, pasty in the cook off. You know, you cooked out there before? Yeah, the rodeo yeah. cook off. Yeah. So, hey, and we, we we did pretty well last this last year. Um, and I'm sitting there in the bleachers, and I'm, I'm looking over at James, and I'm like, we got to change this freaking brisket rub. This thing is so just dated, and I'm, I'm just racking my brain because we're like at, at that point, we're like at, at, they're calling third place. And I'm like, I'm so sick at this. Like, why aren't we getting the calls, you know? And then all of a sudden, second place hits, and we're like, okay, never mind. We're not yeah. changing shit. Yeah. It's know? amazing what winning does for you. It changes everything. Yeah, it it solves everything. That's winning, for sure. Winning it cures does. everything. It's, yeah. it's getting validated, yeah. right? So. It's, um, it, you know, it's Tyson said, you know, everybody has a plan until he gets punched in the face, That's right? right? And That's it's, right. it's how do you handle that adversity, and how do you manage the egos on your team, right? I mean, I cook with, I let Josh Wilkinson cook with us a lot. Yeah. He's, he's a cool cat, and, and I love him to death. Managing him, is wild right like it's trying to hurt cats so right. he's, he's all over the place so he he's a changer and i'm like no we're sticking to the plan this like we went to the royal and he was trying to change everything because he lets people talk to him and right. talk him out of his game i said no josh we we won humble rodeo that's what we're going with those recipes you know we beat four world champions at humble rodeo you know that's what we're doing so so uh, what is your overall goal when you when you get here just I mean, oh, we want to make the stage for sure. Obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were 18th last year overall, win. so uh, well, obviously, obviously we'd love to win, get that trophy, but I want to be on stage again. What makes the, ta- the stage? Is it top 10? Top 10 in any category or top okay. 10 overall. Okay. So I don't care about the categories as much as I do overall, but in the end, I just want to be on the stage. Yeah. You know, that's just that's some validation. I mean, we've been at it for a long time, and we've seen people come out of nowhere and get on stage from other states you know so we want texas to claim it again how do you set aside the party from the barbecuing well first of all you don't drink uh i don't drink uh, at this event at all so uh, i mean that helps like for your the people that come to your tent yeah it's it's difficult you you gotta entertain you know what i mean so as the business owner right these people come in to see me and talk and so we we entertain them and it's just you know suck it up you know you gotta get up when that alarm goes off at four you gotta get up you gotta get up so and it's tough i mean everybody here was partying late last night so but you're I believe you only get one chance at greatness, right? So this is our chance today. So you either kick it in the ass or you get kicked in the ass. So I I didn't pay all this money to go through all of this and have this awesome party to just drag up on competition day. This is our game day. So all the other people party all night, that's cool. But on game day, you know, we're here, we're focused, and and we want to attack it. That's awesome. That's great advice. That's awesome, dude. So you've been uh, here cooking for quite some time, and I know they had a few little rule changes as far as the the turn-ins go. Do you like it better the way it is now? Yeah, so I was here before Champion's Corner was ever created, and when they created Champion's Corner, they let everybody that came to Champion's Corner cook all three meats, and all the rest of us only got to pick one meat. Oh, wow. You know, and so the way they used to do it was, you know, you you made top – if you made top ten in that meat – you had to co- cook another, you had to turn in another sample of it. 
And then they would judge all those meets together and whoever had the highest score overall out of all of that won grand champion. So all the champions that were already champions had an unfair advantage because they were cooking all three and we were only cooking one. So then they decided everybody's gonna cook all three. Even if you have four spots, you're only cooking three meats. So if you have one spot, you're cooking three meats. So it, it, it reduced the amount of turn-ins, but it's pretty amazing. In the span of a year, they completely created a new single table scoring system similar to KCBS. Um, we haven't had any issues with it, so I hear all, a lot of other sanctioning bodies boohooing about their scoring system and they don't want to change it. It takes time. Well, Houston did it and their world championship and it works you know and if it's good enough for them yeah you know i love it so it gives all of us we we all know we're replaced at the end of the day you'll get a, a, re, a printout that shows you where you finished so if you're dead ass last you know that you, you, know, you probably know <laughs> you're last but, right um yeah. yeah i like that i mean they it, again it, yeah like you're saying i mean it, it it's a little bit more fair i mean yeah. it, it, everybody is on the same even that's right uh, playing field well because we would have a team next to us that had four spots and they would cook four chickens, right? So now they've got a better odds of right. winning chicken and less people cook chicken than cook brisket. So you would have like 180 people turned in ribs and 200 people turned in brisket and then like 80 cooking chicken. And this guy's had four of them. So, right. And they walked, they had two finalists, you know, and I was like, that just don't make sense. Yeah, but they were playing the odds. It's not their fault. They were following the rules. So they changed the rules. Yeah. So uh, I know you're in HEB. Uh, yeah. Do you have a website as well? Yeah, warpigbarbecue.com. We're also okay. in a, a few uh, local retailers, you know, the Chopping Block, uh, Stone Cold Meats. Um, and then, you know, across the state, we're in some smaller retailers up in Amarillo. You know, uh, Robbie's been really good to us up there. So, uh, and then this year, our goal is to grow our footprint nationwide. So we're really, you're going to see a lot of changes from Warpig, which is awesome. You're going to see some packaging revamps. Uh, we've hired a brand agency. So we're really looking to get on the nationwide scale with it. And we, you know, recreate, kind of recreate ourselves. We're going to focus on the brand and not so much the sauce names. So uh, instead of just saying a huge logo that says FUBAR, you know, it's going to say Warpig Barbecue FUBAR. So everybody knows that it's ours because right. when we started, we were just FUBAR. It's all we yeah. were, you know, right. so it's time for us to grow up three years in the company and, and I think we're moving in the right direction. So is this a, this a full-time gig at this point? Oh, no, 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 no. no. We, we both have full-time jobs. Okay. Um, my wife works from home, which is great, so she can manage our business. Uh, I work in downtown Houston, so I, I'm a long ways from running it full-time. I'm hoping by the end of the year she's doing it full-time. So she's the business mind of it. I, I just, I'm the creator, and I do all the design stuff. So That's very cool. I, yeah. I was going to say, I love the artwork. Thanks. Right, Dude, it's that solid, is, man. it is so is cool. cool yeah, yeah. Right. We have a great artist up in Canada, uh, Rick Enright. You know, and I can call him and say, "Hey, give me a, a, a special forces bull that shoots a fifty cal." <laughs> and he's like, "What?" Uh, and, and so I sent him a picture. And he, he, two days later, he's got a sample. Got you this. know, and uh, I was, yeah, give funny. me a, a World War II bomber chicken, <laughs> and that's he what he does. Know. I mean, he's cool. He did our first logo many years ago. You know, and I said I want to, I want to, I want a Chuck Norris looking pig driving a tank. We, we, and, uh, we might need that number. Yeah, it's you crazy. Know what I mean? It's like so. barbecuetunes.com or something like that. He's <laughs> he's he's outstanding. <laughs> really yeah. easy to work with, and so I take his logos and then I just run with it because I'm really cool, good man. at everything They're very else. cool. Yeah, They're, uh, he's up there freaking Texans. What are they? What the? Yeah, he's like, man, you, you bring the wildest stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I enjoy it. It's one of my hobbies is graphic design, so yeah. I, I love putting it all together. How many people are you expecting here tonight? Uh, we have 750 wristbands out. We hold Ooh. we hold oh, 560. So I'm hoping we're at capacity tonight. It usually is. Yeah. Because I really want to give away all the beer and all the liquor we had tonight. So I don't have to take it home. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> that trailer's empty when we leave. So sure. give yeah. it away. Give it away. Everybody have a good time. Take an Uber home. Um, and hopefully there's a nice line out the door and we can get them in, get them fed. And, we use uh, Rene Benitez with Northsiders Barbecue. He's our caterer, which is awesome. I don't have to do the catering for everybody. I bring in my buddy who's a great, talented uh, competition cook and caterer, so he handles it for us, uh, which allows us to focus on the competition, you know, which is okay. awesome. That is a fantastic idea. Cause, you know, we, we, we've done some bigger cook-offs uh, personally, and you know, we're, we have a couple hundred people coming in, and, and you're yeah. trying to treat them as yep. well as to work on the competition side. So we've got this team that's got like only a um, basically we've got a group of people that are only cooking for the public mm -hmm. and then you have a competition group and it's so difficult because we don't have 50,000 pits yeah right so you're still like hey 
This is a competition. I'm yeah. not. I don't care. <laughs> Get out of the damn way. What? Yeah. We're. I'm making competition ribs right now. We're not doing anything else. Because so. all the public wants is hot, good food. Mm -hmm. Make it tender, right? Barbecue, That's right. Barbecue's a tenderness battle. That's my one tip of the day. You win the tenderness battle, you, you're you're three quarters of the way there. Next yeah. is flavor. So uh, hire a caterer, tell them make it tender, make it good. And the people will swear it's the greatest ever when they walk out. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Because That's a middle, middle note right there for me. I'm like, check mark. I'm doing that. Yeah, they're going to do some drinking. Right. So at the end of the day, they're not going to leave even remembering what you served them. Right. So. Just that it was the best. That's right. Right. <laughs> well, before we sign into the 90-second beer review, um, uh, all the people out there, uh, yeah, go check out Warpig's um, uh, website. Uh, if you don't have HEB near you or, or a, a retail store, check it out. Uh, I guarantee him we, we've done a review on it and you can check out the latest set one of the episodes that we did it the, the product's fantastic I yeah. mean from the rubs to the sauce it's, it's all good from the we, veteran special episode exactly yeah, exactly uh, all right so we're gonna do a 90 second beer review 90 second beer review sorry about that Dennis <laughs> that kind of touched my soul <laughs> <laughs> Just a song. Yeah. Okay, so. Felt it in my plums. Quick 90 second beer review. Uh, we're doing the Carbach Love Street. Uh, it's a Kolsch style blonde. I think uh, a lot of people might be familiar with this particular beer. Uh, it's super tasty. Um, it's very light. Uh, I love it. Hey, let's go ahead and get uh, uh, Dusty on the mic right here. He, he uh, provided us the beer to drink here, so we definitely appreciate that. Dusty, uh, well, I delivered it. I don't, I don't know that I really provided it. I just carried it over here. Yeah. How, how's the day been going so far? Uh, so far, slow, but it's going to be busy tonight for sure. It, it definitely is. The weather's it's nice. It's going to be packed. Yes. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So we're doing the the Love Street. I like this beer personally. Uh, I don't know if I have to describe. We'll let Jan describe the can. I'm going to give it probably like a, a eight point zero. I mean. So I've never had it prior to this weekend, and so far it's all i've drank all weekend <laughs> i have bypassed my typical Coors light i've bypassed my typical crown um i have been drinking the love street i'm gonna rate it really high because i'm really enjoying it i'll give it like a 9.0 nice. it's it's up there for me it's i will definitely be buying this more often at the <laughs> that store it's a rookie score no it is not it <laughs> I is can't that even good believe you just it did is that. that good both man. you and I am james loving it <laughs> Both you it's, and James just did this. So you like good. that even number? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, 9.1. Is Nine, that is that no, better? You already have. Too you late. locked in a <laughs> score. We've no already locked X. it in. I appreciate that. Yeah, I love the can. I, I like this. You know, I like the very top root in Texas. It tells you. you know, we all know who Carbach is, but it, if you're in, I don't know, Dallas, you may not know who Carbach is or in Oklahoma or whatever else. So I, I love the very first thing they say, the very top root in Texas. Uh, music to your beers. Uh, this is kind of a little slogan they have there. I mean, it's a cool can. It's kind of like the 1970s yeah. style peace love and Hippies. and whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but but the beer itself, hey, can't go wrong with this. Uh, I was gonna read this back part of it, but it's just way too <laughs> nah, yeah, way too weird. We, we should mentioning Lizard King and there's a lot of words there. Floral German hops. I don't know. I just kind of stopped right there. Uh, but the beer itself is phenomenal. Um, I'm not gonna give a score yet. I'm, I'm gonna pull it back to Dennis over here. Dennis, what do you think? Yeah. So fun fact about Carbach, real quick. Uh, the founders of Carbach, one of them is our brisket sponsor from RC Ranch. So he went after Anheuser Busch, you know, or InBev bought them. They opened up uh, Wagyu Farm, so uh, or Wagyu Ranch, I guess you would call it. So great guys, love them. Thanks RC Ranch for all your wonderful briskets. We hope to win that today. It's a good <laughs> beer. This is the only Carbach that I could ever drink. I just don't like any of the other beers. Yeah. I, I lived in Germany for two years. I drank, you know, Crystal Weissen because I don't like heavy beers. So uh, I give it a seven. That's good. Seven's a, a good a score. Seven? Yeah. Ugh. I just, it's kind of. Again, good. rookie scores. It's a I don't know what's going on here. It's with got this. a little bitterness to Bitter? it. So. Okay. But, but the you guys, IB, you guys know where I'm from, so. John, do hmm? you know how many IBUs this has? No? I don't see it on the can. 4.9% yeah. alcohol by volume. Uh, okay. This, this yeah, beer so is light. It's crisp. It's got more flavor than a Bud Light or Coors Light. It's good. I, uh, I got to sauce the old yeah. ribs. So I like the beer myself. Uh, it's, it's very good. It's very crisp, like you guys say. For me, it's probably about a six. We need another sip. Let me, let me, let me take another. 
Uh, now it's a five. Uh, <laughs> five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm going to give my score here. I, I think this is a 7.8 as far as the Carbock beers go. I like a lot of them. I mean, I'm, I'm drinking the Crawford Box. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a lot of their beers. 7.8, I think it's a good score. Um, and I buy this, so I already buy this shit at home. Yeah, so. yeah. I got this shit in my garage yeah. right now. Yeah, I give it about a mm, 8.3. Oh, 8.3. I'm, I'm in the nice. eights myself. Eight. We love Carbock. Realistically, yeah, I'm in the eights myself. I would buy it. You want to give a couple more scores? Gave, we already gave you a score. It's a five. <laughs> All right. On the hey, scale. Sorry. It concludes the 90-second beer review. 90-second beer review. There it is, Alden. Is it me, or was that the quickest 90-second beer review y'all have actually That, that has been a quicker one. Yeah, yeah right. it's usually 90-second beer review is about five long. to seven minutes, you know? There's a pretty long. Yeah, uh, that was the quickest one so far. Right, and we, we, we typically like to end this, the podcast episode with barbecue wins barbecue fails lately on the last couple episodes i've been failing a lot dropping briskets and just uh it, and again it's not about my fails i uh, hope dennis i hope you have, have a lot of barbecue wins today thank you very much uh any notable fail that stands out for you well this morning our pit got up to about 475 oh, degrees it started uh, this morning yeah. <laughs> you know we were not paying attention and my guru had it at 300 which is where i like to cook at something happened uh, uh, the gasket had a little gap in it we turn around is it 470 it's an insulated <laughs> pit so yeah it, it, there's no coming down so you have to empty all the charcoal out so you started that leak in houston so we had some issues this morning but I tell my team, don't panic, don't panic. We can, we know how to troubleshoot everything. So you just slow down, think. Remember, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. I like nice. that. I like that. Yes. That's good. That's good. Yeah, That's I thought good. you were just trying to cook that brisket in about five hours or four hours. Oh, it, it's done in five hours. But okay. st- at my normal cooking, but now it's. Oh, uh, that would have been done in like. It, it got to bark really quick. Nice. <laughs> yeah, setting it up. I love that. Sounds fantastic. Well, Dennis, what what is your best win, dude? So and, far, uh, so I mean, we took tenth at the Royal this year in the in the Open. So it was like 560 teams out there. That was awesome. But you know, winning, we're one of the few Texas teams to ever win a KCBS cookoff, and that, and not just a KCBS, but Humble Rodeo, which is huge. 140 teams. I mean, you look around. Fred Robles, all the other world champions are there. Yeah. And and Boomerang Barbecue took reserve, who's the number one team in every category in KCBS last year, including team overall. So to come away with that win was giant for us because that was our first cook-off 10 years ago we ever did. So uh, I, I I, think that's our best win other than HEB's Quest for Texas Best, of course. Yeah. But, yeah. What's your, what's your, what do you think your best category is? Ribs. Ribs. Yeah, I love eating ribs. So historically, we always do better in ribs. But this year with 50 Cal, man, we've run the table with brisket really well. So it's uh, I'm happy with my brisket now. Is that, 50, is that 50 cal? Is it available at HEB? Not yet. Hopefully, oh, yeah. uh, we're trying to decide if we're going to brand it as you know, is a it beef barbecue sauce or a, a can we buy it steak sauce from you? Because okay, it's great. really good on steak. So. <laughs> Very it savory. Is a, it is available at the smaller retailers. So okay. both of our meat markets have it here in Houston, uh, and then South Texas Barbecue Emporium has it as well. So, okay, yeah. definitely check that out. Yep. Nice. All right, I do have a barbecue fail from a listener. This is from Good Underscore Cooking. I'm just going to read through this. It's a little bit long, so bear with me. Okay, this is a big one. So when I decided to smoke my first brisket ever, I messaged my buddy who had been smoking them for years to give me his step-by-step on what he does. His were amazing, so he typed it all out in his notes, sent a screenshot to me from trimming, the rub, the mop sauce, the whole thing. I followed it step-by-step. The last step was to take the brisket off around 160 degrees, so I did. We ate it. The flavor was good. (laughs) Brisket was a little tough, though. Yeah. So I thought it was uh, just the brisket, no big deal. So I smoked about 10 more briskets the same way and every single time, same result. One day he came over for a party, I smoked a brisket. When I pulled it off at 160 and took it inside, he was like, what are you doing? Aren't you gonna wrap it? I asked him, what are you talking about? I, it says just pull it at 160, I never wrap it. I don't know what you're talking about. And he says, no, you're supposed to put it back on until it gets to around 204 or soft to the touch. To which he responded, well, that's not in your notes. And I showed him, well, apparently when he sent the screenshot, it had clipped that part off. So he had smoked 10 briskets wrong at that point. He said, he goes on to say since then he's smoked hundreds of briskets and they're, they're great. He doesn't need the screenshot anymore, but that's a big <laughs> fat waste of money. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. 
It's like they all came out just tough. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Definitely a barbecue fail. Barbecue fail. That's it good. happens. It happens. It yeah. yeah. Ten times it happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're not failing, I mean, you're not learning. So, yeah, I mean, You're not trying. That's for sure. So, we did get a, uh, so we were on the uh, group text from Mandy, from her IT guy, that said he's cooking a pork butt today. Um, and he was asking her, like, hey, you know, what kind of rubs do I put on it and stuff like that. And so, she reached out to us and it's, it's a big deal. So... <laughs> He, she's like, I don't know, try these, try these, try these. So right. we'll see how he does today. And she gave him the the handle for us, you know, the uh, grab the brisket at gmail.com to send his fail in if he does fail. <laughs> or so the win. I don't, or the win. It's so hard to know. fail. We don't know it what's is, going yeah. on yet. I mean, so. you, can, you can't overcook a pork butt. I mean, I guess you could. You could burn it. But, yeah, I mean, it's I don't hard. Know. I think anytime you're cooking, doing anything, you're winning right there. So yeah. Especially when you're barbecuing. Yep. So... Okay, that those fails are awesome, John, and horrible at the same time. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, we're, we're going to end this podcast. I uh, want to say a big thanks to Dennis for allowing us to record here. Warpig. Warpig Barbecue. Uh, guys, check them out on the social media. I, I know they're out there on Instagrams and all the good stuff. And then check out the website. Uh, uh, one more time with the website. It's uh, warpigbarbecue.com, BBQ. Warpig. Yeah. And then our Instagrams and Facebooks are TX Warpig Barbecue. Because um, there is another war pig up in uh, Washington who I'm friends with, so we're we're good. We we talk quite a lot about our names being the same, so it's interesting. Uh, we were cool. both at the Royal together, so it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks for having me. You guys are welcome anytime. Uh, and just know if you reach out to us on Instagram or, or Facebook, you're getting me. So if you have any questions, I'll give you solid answers. I promise. Uh, yeah, nice. But I, awesome. I, I run all the social medias. Appreciate it, Dennis. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Another one of the books. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. We'll see you later, peoples. Thank you, guys. Peace. Just grab them in the brisket.